Welcome to the Lecture Fan Podcast. My name is Lecture Fan. I'm a Twitch streamer. I do conservative politics on Twitch. I'm a commercial litigation attorney. I've traveled the world. I believe in the U.S. Constitution. I do podcasts uh, with my Monday, Tuesday, Thursday streams. Hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Check me out on Twitch, twitch.tv slash LCTRfan, and on all other social media platforms as Lecture Fan. Thank you guys so much. Enjoy. All right, let's go, folks. Tuesday, March 16th, the Lecture Fan Podcast. Let's go. Wall Street Journal. Retail sales factory output slip ahead of expected rebound. U.S. shoppers pulled back and factories produced less in February due to winter weather and supply chain disruptions, but a broader economic rebound is shaping up. U.S. retailers and manufacturers slumped in February due to winter storms and supply chain disruptions but a broader economic rebound appears poised to accelerate this spring because of the easing pandemic and another round of government stimulus severe winter weather wrecked havoc across a large swath of the u.s affecting retail shopping and manufacturing output last month the fed separately said industrial production fell as seasonally adjusted 2.2 percent in february compared with january Manufacturing, the largest component in the industrial production index, drove the decline because of the weather disruptions and supply shortages in semiconductors for autos. Consumers, retail, food service spending has been uneven during the pandemic. Wow, it's still up though. Seasonally adjusted retail and food service spending is still higher than it was before the pandemic. I mean, that's pretty crazy that it's overall, it's still up. It's still higher than it was during the pandemic. I've been predicting inflation and thinking we're going to have inflation for a while. So I'm not, I've just always thought the inflation right now is basically limited to like real estate and equities, but maybe it's starting to go into gas and commodities and cars. Rising used car prices could signal overall skyrocketing inflation. Jalopnik.com from Sunday, March 14th. 17% in the last 17 months, more than any other commodity. Car industry was massively upended as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic. Cars weren't coming in and no one was buying used cars. Used car companies started raising prices as a way to bolster the few sales they were making. When people got their stimulus money and tax refund checks, Demand leaped beyond the capacity many lots had. With the Biden administration's new stimulus bill coming into effect, economists have been worried that extra money will overstimulate the economy. I know a lot of folks will call BS on that. The U.S. is still suffering from high levels of unemployment. People generally theorize stimulus money will go toward essentials. Economists think they can utilize history of the used car market to predict trends. Used cars and trucks have seen the fastest price growth of almost any category of consumer goods. Isn't much room to raise retail prices beyond what they're paying at auction. The supply chain for new cars has been constrained by factory shutdowns and ongoing precautions to keep workers safe. And that is pinching the used car market, which relies heavily on trade-ins and auto parts. The global microchip shortage is bungling supply chains even more. All told, it's more expensive for dealers to repair and source their models on top of the added cost of staying open in a pandemic. Shoppers know the value of a car. Sometimes he wonders how long dealers will be able to pass on higher prices for cars and trucks before their customers walk away. Huh, that's interesting. 
I don't know. I could see it both ways. I could see that that's kind of like a limited situation, limited to the used car market, limited to the car situation and the semiconductor shortage and difficulties in manufacturing. I could also see that being sort of a signal for the rest of the economy. U.S. employers added 379,000 jobs in February and the unemployment rate ticked down to 6.2%. He was optimistic about the outlook of business as warmer months approach and federal stimulus efforts permeate the economy. You can't pump trillions of dollars into the U.S. economy and not have some of it land here. He said people will spend it. We'll see some feedback from it at some point, and that will probably lead to an okay 2021. Dude, the problem is, the problem is, a lot of what Americans are going to spend this, these, this printed money on, these stimulus checks, a lot of it's going to be for goods that are imported from China. And how good is that for the economy? How awesome is that for the economy for us to print a bunch of dollars and then buy goods from overseas with it? Doesn't sound like the greatest long-term economic strategy. The bottom line, this, this I agree with, this I agree with. The bottom line is all about the pandemic. Once the pandemic is behind us, you're likely to see a big rebound in consumer services. People are likely to go nuts, we think, in terms of wanting to get out there and do stuff. Of course, people are wanting to go nuts and get outside and do stuff. We've been wanting to, and a lot of us have been because we're not, we're not good little sheep. U.S. households broadly are sitting on cash, potentially ripe for spending as they boosted savings during the pandemic. Research has suggested that Americans have spent previous rounds of direct cash payment on bills, food, and other goods to pay down debt while also stashing away some of the funds. Fiscal stimulus is definitely adding purchasing power to households. The question is how much will actually be spent in the coming months. Fox News article 13 hours ago on March 16th, Columbia University hosting six separate I were based on race. I saw this dude. I thought it was a troll. I thought it was a joke. I honestly thought this was a meme. I thought this was a meme. Literally literally having different graduations for different races. This is disgusting. New York-based university hosting what appears to be a more general commencement ceremony. Columbia University is planning to hold six additional graduation ceremonies for students according to their race. The New York City Schools website, wow, columbia.edu. Multicultural graduation celebrations. Yeah, look at this, dude. Multicultural graduation ceremonies. At 4 p.m., it's the Native American graduation. At 10 a.m., it's the Asian graduation celebration. On Thursday at 6 p.m., it's the Latina gra Latino graduation. On Friday at 4 p.m., it's black graduation. This is segregation. This is no better than segregation. This is another instance of the left, the racist left, the ultra woke left. I mean, it's just gotten more and more extreme. They're racist. I don't know how else to say it. It's, it's seg that's segregation. That's racism. Period. There's, there's no more to it. It's evil. That's racist, evil, evil racism. Straight up segregation. I thought that was illegal. It is, Miss Melly. If I was a judge, I would I would grant an injunction against that all day long. They're probably saying there's a general ceremony and then these are just 
these are just uh, celebrations for specific, you know, groups. They've probably got all different kinds of reasoning and bullshit excuses for it. The fact of the matter is, is that they're dividing, they're, 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 they're identifying people by their race. They're categorizing people by their race. And then they're dividing people up by their races and pitting them against each other. That's segregation. That's racism. Period. Newsom suggests recall motives are race. Recall motives are racist. Are you serious? Fox News story, March sixteenth. Newsom suggests recall motives are racist. It has to do with immigration. The Browning of California. Newsom said, "No freaking way, dude." California Democrat Newsom suggested a racist motive behind the effort to recall him, saying the authors of the petition fear California is becoming less white under his leadership. What? <laughs> that is hilarious and absolutely preposterous. That's got nothing to do with it. Look at the petition. Look at the actual reasons they themselves listed. It has to do with the immigration, the browning of California, using air quotes to emphasize browning. I'm sorry, no, Newsom. That's got nothing to do with it. Newsom spoke to the press at an Alameda County, California elementary school. The petition for his recall does not mention race. It states, among other reasons, laws he endorsed favor foreign nationals in our country illegally over that of our own citizens. Yeah, does not mention race whatsoever. Newsom said his fight to stay as governor has to do deeply with our values, the things we hold dear. So I'm not just fighting for me, I'm fighting for you. Dude, think about this. The two biggest states in the country, the two quote-unquote Democrat leader states, they're, both of their governors are going down. Cuomo and Newsom, the two biggest Democrat governors in the country, both just going down, both just total failures. Dude, the Democrats don't have anybody. Joe Biden is the best the Democrats have. Seriously, that's a joke, right? I mean, Newsom, Cuomo, and Biden, that's who their leaders, that's who their best and brightest are. I mean, it's a it's a it's a clown show. Newsom acknowledged that the issue of his removal would come to a vote. The reality is it looks like it's get it's it's got on the ballot, so we're ready to go. Newsom told reporters we will fight it, we will defeat it. Wow, so Newsom is actually gonna be recalled. The recall petition was prompted by Newsom's strict handling of corona. But the governor said it was fueled by alt-right conspiracy theories. Dude, there's not enough people in California who are alt-right to, to get this many millions of signatures on a petition. Give me a break. The chief proponent believes that we should microchip immigrants. Look at the original sponsors of it. You have someone who is a proud member of the Three Percenters, an alt-right militia group. Others that are devout conspiracy theorists that believe Q. Another that literally supports the insurrection supporter on January 6th. That's the group he concluded. So it's alt-right QAnon insurrectionists and then racists who are, who are getting millions and millions and millions of signatures of Californians wanting him gone. It's, it's insulting. It's actually insulting to your intelligence to listen to, to, listen to Newsom say things like that. Does he honestly think people are stupid enough to believe that? Honestly, it gives me hope for America 
that there are millions and millions and millions of Californians that want Newsom gone because of his draconian hardcore lockdowns. Press secretary stunned when reporters actually pressed her on border crisis. An again, opulence? Well, he does that, you know. March 16th. Oh, is this really from today? This has been going on for like two weeks. I've seen multiple videos where she's quote unquote stunned about it. Let's see what this is. So there are a lot of Americans who see him going to take these trips this week to promote this popular law and think, okay, but why can't he take time to go down to the border? You said last week, when you've said it before, it takes a lot of resources to get him there. It's taking a lot of resources to get him to Pennsylvania and Georgia this week, the vice mm -hmm. president out west. He's going, he's going to all these battleground states, but he's not campaigning. He's just doing it, blah, 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 blah. But yet he won't go to the border because it's too expensive. Give me a break. Why not take the time to schedule something to go there as well? Well, I would say Ed, that his focus is on developing solutions, pushing his team, encouraging his team, develop solutions that will expedite processing at the border, that will open more facilities, that will ensure kids are treated with humanity and also treated safely. And that's his focus. Um, and so that's where he's putting his uh, his efforts on immigration. And what is the status of allowing cameras into some of these facilities? We've been asking for weeks about whether or not the press will ever get a chance to see either the Border Patrol mm -hmm. or the HHS facilities. We continue uh, to support transparency uh, and... If you, so if you support transparency so much, why don't you let cameras in? I know that they're working through uh, how to uh, provide access in a way that is uh, abides by COVID protocols and also protects the privacy of people who are being uh, who are staying in those facilities. Oh, but one Cuomo thing: mm -hmm. um, Has the president himself spoken to the governor? No. Has anyone here at the White House spoken to the governor? Not that I'm aware of. No. Thank you. Go ahead. Thank you, first ha, So he's the biggest. He's the governor of the biggest state. He's the the, the big the big Democrat leader and. The White House has does isn't even talking to him. <laughs> and it's just BS. It's like, dude, we already know the truth about this whole immigration crisis, which it is an immigration crisis. It is a border crisis. And we know the truth about it, which is the truth. The truth is, is that Biden has awful, awful immigration policies, which are incentivizing uh, child sex trafficking across the border and other human trafficking and unaccompanied minors and all these other things and so biden has created this situation and he's created this situation and now the government's trying to deal with it and they're dealing with it the only way they know how which is the exact same way obama dealt with it the exact same way trump dealt with it in terms of what you do when you have unaccompanied minors you you take them and then you try to put them in you find a place to give them that what else are you supposed to do When the government tries to fix inequality, they actually make it worse. I mean, look at how, look at how communist governments were in terms of inequality. It was always the leaders of the government, the dictators that were fabulously wealthy, wildly wealthy. And then, and the, and then the poor got totally screwed. So all of these ideas of communism and, Hey, let's just have the government do everything. Let's have the government control everything and that'll fix inequality. This is it's preposterous. It never works out that way. It always works out where you have the ruling class, the ruling class that gets rich, and then the rest of the people get totally screwed. The U.S. is far past the point where an efficient central government is possible.
There is no such thing as an efficient central government. That's why we don't have a centralized government. We have a federal system with a constitution because there are there is no such thing as an efficient central government. That's why you have a very limited government that doesn't do very much, that has very limited powers. It's only allowed to do certain things. Okay, bear with the beard. If you live in Europe, then why do you why are you trying to push your socialist Marxist economic theories on Americans? You live in Europe, you you can pay high taxes. You can pay high taxes um, and have shitty health care if you want. Go for it. Why why are you so obsessed with trying to push your your garbage healthcare system on other countries? Like if if you like the idea of paying super high taxes and then having really low quality healthcare and and terrible customer service and no research and development, no no growth or anything in your in your healthcare, then great. You can do that in Europe. You can ha you can pay super high taxes in Europe. You can have low quality healthcare. You can have terrible customer service. Why are you trying to push your socialism and Marxism on other people? Having lived in Europe before, I can I can say 100% life is better in America. I assume you've never lived in America though, so can understand why you might think that. To be honest with you, there there's no I don't think there's any there's no debate that government run healthcare is going to be worse quality and worse customer service and in the long ter term lower quality and less innovation less research and development less new medical technologies less new medicines than healthcare run by in the free market there's no question about that the funny thing about europe too is that europe is such a leech on america in so many ways Number one, Europe is a leech on America's for their national security. The only reason Europe even exists is because America protects them militarily. I mean, Europe, Europe is a leech on America's national security and national military power. So, you know, they don't pay their bills. They don't pay their fair share at NATO and stuff. And the only reason they're... The, the only reason they have anything is because the United States saved their ass twice in two different world wars and then protected them all through the Cold War and still to this day uh, protects them militarily so they don't and they don't spend as much money on the military. Um, and then number two, they also are leeching off of our innovation and our medical innovation. So, you know, their their healthcare systems and medical systems are totally stagnant sort of garbage systems where there's not a ton of innovation and not a ton of research and development. Um, but they're still getting a bunch of, they're still getting the benefit of new medical technologies and new medicines and all this stuff that's being developed in the U S. Um, and so they're able to kind of do, they're kind of, they're able to exist in their sort of stagnant sort of high tax garbage state because America, because they're a leech on America um, and you know, they don't have to spend much on their military and they get all this medical innovation and medical advancement from the United States. So, I mean, it's, it's pretty pathetic. And then you get Europeans like, oh, we should, we're better, we're better, we're better, we're better than America. Cause we have, we have government healthcare. We have socialism healthcare and that's better. It's so silly. It's like, no, dude, if you like, if you want to have low quality bureaucratic, garbage healthcare and pay out the butt taxes for it go right ahead rising coronavirus case numbers in europe 
<laughs> what a great system that Europe has. Rising coronavirus numbers. <laughs> oh, poor Europe. They're having more corona cases. They're still locked down. They have no freedoms. They don't have any freedoms or liberties. They don't have free speech. They don't have gun rights. They have massive, massive taxes. They get, they get taken care of. They can't even take care of themselves. They have to rely on the government to take care of themselves and their family. It's sad, man. I feel sad for European men. I really feel sad for European men because they're so pathetic. They can't even like provide for themselves. They, all they, all they do is, is want government handouts. It's sad, man. It's sad. Think about, you know, think about being a man and, and totally giving up your entire manhood and, and, you know, and no longer being able to take care of your family and having to beg the government to give you money to take care of your family because you're like such a weak person. You can't even, you can't even protect a family. I feel bad for Europeans. It's sad, man. And then they, and then they, they, they tell themselves that they're so much better than the United States just to make themselves feel better when it's, when it's clearly a, uh, clearly incorrect. Over 500 kids who are alone crossing the border every day. That's out of control. NBCnews.com, March 16th. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas said Tuesday the U.S. is expected to reach the highest number of people apprehended at the U.S.-Mexico border in two decades. We are on pace to encounter more individuals on the southwest border than we have in the last 20 years. We are expelling most single adults and families. We are not expelling unaccompanied children. So again, if you're not gonna if you're not gonna expel unaccompanied children, you're gonna create a system or a, an incentive for unaccompanied children to come here. Our goal is a safe, legal, and orderly immigration system that is based on our bedrock priorities to keep our borders secure, address the plight of children as the law requires, and enable families to be together, he said. As of Sunday, Customs and Border Protection was encountering 565 unaccompanied children crossing the border on average per day, according to a new data obtained by NBC News, up from an average of 313 children per day last month. The surge has created a backlog in Border Patrol stations with over 4,200 children in custody and 2,900 of those children being held over the 72-hour legal limit. The new figures are a record high. Wow! So they're only supposed to keep these children for 72 hours, but they've got thousands and thousands of them that are over the limit. The reason there's so many kids because the Biden administration has in creative incentives and people all around the world are smart and they look and when they see somebody like Biden get elected and they see the policies that Biden puts in place, then they start sending, they start sending kids here and they start coming here themselves because they, there's a huge incentive because of what Biden has done. Biden has got to get his immigration policies fixed. This is terrible. This morning, the Biden administration scrambling to find shelter for more migrant children arriving by the day, opening this facility in Midland, Texas, and eyeing larger spaces like the Dallas Convention Center and even a NASA research facility in Northern California to handle the influx. The Border Patrol detaining a record 3,200 unaccompanied children in jail-like facilities not designed for kids. It's a complicated problem, no doubt about it. We are sending the message clearly in the region. Now is not the time to come. Republicans say that message has been muddled by policy no. changes that attract... 
Yeah, you're not sending that message. You have specific policies in place that attract them. At least NBC, I'm shocked NBC News is actually reporting this. NBC News is actually reporting the truth, which is that Biden has specifically created policies that encourage and incentivize them to do this. I'm shocked that NBC News is actually reporting that. Listen to that. Yeah, the House is going to vote on two bills this week, one to provide a pathway to citizenship for dreamers, the other to provide a pathway to legal status for some farm workers. Neither directly addresses this surge in unaccompanied migrants at the border and both face an uncertain future in a 50-50 Senate. <laughs> so the Biden administration created this problem by by putting in policies that led to the problem and incentivized it and now he's proposing congressional acts that do nothing to actually fix the problem. It's ridiculous. What the Biden administration has incentivized and created at the border is literally like causing child abuse and child exploitation. And Democrats just don't seem to care. Seriously. And like all these Democrats and leftists, they're not saying a word. They're not telling Biden, hey, Biden reverse your policies hey biden it's your policies your you reversed trump had basically solved this the border situation trump had got crossings and unaccompanied minors being detained to the lowest levels of ever because people weren't coming here because they knew that there wasn't a free lunch at the end of the day biden has basically created a huge carrot for cartels and traffickers to uh, exploit children across our border he's literally encouraging it with his policies it's a big huge carrot hey hey if you bring your if you bring unaccompanied children across the border and if you come across we'll give you free citizenship and all this free stuff come on over guys and then when it happens it's like geez i don't know what's going on we can't we can't seem to fix this what the heck here's a cron.com article march 15th Representative Henry Cuellar, a moderate Texas Democrat whose district hugs the border with Mexico, is not happy with Joe Biden's team or how Joe Biden's team has responded to the surge of migrants trying to enter the U.S. His people need to do a better job of listening to those of us who have done this before, he said Monday. House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, who took a trip to the border Monday to slam Biden's approach, was even more critical. It's a Biden border crisis. An immigration attorney who, re who visited a detention site said that while the conditions there have greatly improved, it's unacceptable for children to be spending days on end in dramatically overcrowded facilities. They haven't dramatically improved. They're the same exact facilities that, Trump, that the Trump administration was using. It's literally the same building. Clearly, Democrats don't really care about these things. Otherwise, they wouldn't be just, you know, totally cool with this. Nearly two months into his first term, Biden faces a growing political threat from the upheaval at the border and is drawing criticism from across the spectrum. Centrist Democrats are nervous about attacks, casting them as safe, soft on border security. Liberals and immigration activists are sounding alarms about how migrants are treated. Republicans are increasingly laying the groundwork for immigration-centric attacks in the midterm elections. As they should, because this is the clearest example of a... The, of, Democrat policies being total failures is there I, I can't think of any I can't think of any policy area that shows a, a, a more perfect example of how Democrat policies fail than immigration this is why Democrat policies on border security and immigration don't work 
It causes problems. It creates illegal activity. It causes a humanitarian crisis. It's bad for the country. It hurts our economy. It causes crime. It causes people to take extremely dangerous and risky trips. Oh, good. This 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 Democrat understands Quaylar. The Republicans will turn around and use this for a political weapon against Democrats. That so we're weak on the border. We're not doing enough. We're letting everybody in. I've been warning the party and the administration, don't let this get out of hand because all you're going to do is you're going to give Republicans an issue. Yeah, and it's a big issue because the American people agree with Republicans that we should have a secure border. Donald Trump won on immigration. Joe Biden knows that his policies are stupid. Joe Biden knows that this stuff doesn't work. But he's doing it anyways because he knows that the left, the radical left wingers, the socialists, the communists, they want open borders. What the administration has inherited is a broken system at the border. The 11 year wow. high uh, for crossings uh, without documentation of the border was in the middle of Trump's presidency. This idea that it's Joe Biden's election that has prompted more people to show up is belied by the actual facts. Joe Biden inherited what? a huge mess on immigration. What we are seeing today wow. is the consequence of four years of dismantling every system in place to address this with humanity and compassion. Oh my goodness. It's hard to believe you're hearing that. So let's repeat it slowly so you can get every word. What we are seeing today, the border crisis, is the consequence of four years of dismantling every system in place to address this with humanity and compassion. That was Congresswoman Veronica Escobar. These people don't make any attempt to even address the most basic logical explanation for what's going on, which is that under Trump, he got it under control because of his policies, which did not create an incentive for people to come here. And people didn't want to come here because they knew that they wouldn't be given citizenship and that they would be sent home and et cetera, et cetera. Now, when Biden wins and he says free health care for any illegal alien that comes here and I want to give them American citizenship and I won't deport them and blah, 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 blah. And then everybody in everybody around the world is like, dude, let's go, man. Let's go to the United States. Biden just won. He said free health care for illegal aliens. This is not that hard to understand. And yet these Democrats really want to. And then and then Joe Biden gets elected and then you know, immediately over the next couple of months, immediately we have a border crisis. Do they really think that people don't understand why that this is happening? These Democrats, I mean, it's, it's actually crazy that they actually say stuff like this. I, do they, do people actually believe them? The message that the Biden administration has sent to El Salvador and the countries around it could not be clear. The border is gone. We've erased it. Come join us. And the people of this region have heard that message. They don't have a plan at the moment to get this under control. We do know that the White House is dispatching some officials to the border to try to see the situation firsthand. Families with young children uh, do feel like this is a moment where they can get into the United States. They do feel like there's going to be uh, a more receptive yep. policy from the Biden administration. So, And of course they would, because Biden has said that they will get more receptive policies. This is the challenge that the White House has. If they don't think that their policy actually uh, is an open invitation, then they have to signal that more clearly because that is that is obviously not the way it is being interpreted. Of course not. Why would so it be? So if the question is- when, when Joe Biden says, I believe that we should give free healthcare to illegal aliens, 
Why would that not be interpreted? And when Biden says we should decriminalize border crossing, and when Biden says, I think we should give American citizenship to any illegal alien in the country, how could that be seen as anything other than an open invitation to come here? I mean, seriously, is there an answer to that? Pretty good video by Tucker. I mean, I, I do think that this border situation is, is maybe the most important story going on right now. I mean, you know, in terms of like right now. Immigration has always been one of the most important issues in the country. Donald Trump got elected on immigration as his primary issue. Immigration is a key, key issue because it, it has a huge, huge impact on any country. And any country, you know, that that doesn't have reasonable levels of immigration and doesn't have assimilation and doesn't have any controls whatsoever, any country like the United States would get, you know, would be destroyed by massive amounts of um, uncontrolled immigration. Immigration is awesome. I love immigrants. They're good. They're a positive thing. But it needs to be controlled. It needs to be done legally. It needs to be done at reasonable levels. And frankly, there's a I think there's a question about the overall numbers. Like the United States of America is taking in millions of illegal aliens, but the United States of America is also taking in over a million legal immigrants every year. Every year, year in, year out, year in, year out, we're taking in over a million legal immigrants every single year, which is more than any other country on earth. Um, and we have a higher we have a higher proportion of our population right now that are foreign-born immigrants than at any time in in American history, and I think that I think it's reasonable to question whether or not these levels are good for the country, whether or not you know this proportion of immigration and immigrants is good for the country um, in the long term and and for good good for the American citizens clearly clearly fair to question that border arrests and detentions during the final months of the trump presidency rose to some of the highest levels in a decade illegal crossing skyrocketed since biden took office to listen to the way that they try to say that they try to say that um border arrests and detention during the final months of the trump presidency rose to the highest levels yeah you know why they rose because biden just won the election biden won the election at the beginning of november and then over the next month or two, everybody was like, hey, Biden just won. Remember when Biden said every illegal alien should get American citizenship and that illegal aliens should get free health care and all that stuff? Let's go, folks. Get packed up. We're going to America. We're going to go illegally immigrate to America once once Biden won. So, of course, the, the numbers were going to start going up in the last months of Trump. Everybody started coming because Biden, Biden's open and obvious policies we recognize this as a problem we're focused on addressing it white house press secretary jen Psaki told reporters the trump administration she said left us a dismantled and unworkable system i love that they really want to blame trump for the immigration system that we have it's like dude trump did everything trump did everything in his power to fix and reform our immigration system the democrats wouldn't let anything get through con congress to actually fix the immigration system trump tried and trump trump did a fantastic job with what power he had as president of course we have a broken immigration system guess what 
Democrats, Democrats want the same people running our immigration system to run our health care. This is what happens when government runs an immigration system. You know why? Because this is what happens when governments run any kind of system. Here's the thing. Our government has to run our military. Our government has to run immigration. There's no other entity that can do it. Immigration and the military are Section 1, Article 8, constitutionally enumerated powers of the federal government. They're going to be bad at it because that's what governments do is they're bad at things. We're going to end up with a garbage immigration system because anything the government ends up doing is garbage. But here's the thing. The government has to run immigration because there's no other entity or thing or organization that can. And so, but the point is, is that the government doesn't have to run all these other things. The government doesn't have to run our healthcare system. Why would you want the same people who run our immigration system into the ground to run our healthcare system? Does that sound like a good idea? But the Biden administration, it says it's going to take time to fix the border crisis. You can't sort of like flip the switch on a dime overnight, said one official who spoke on the condition of anonymity because the person was not authorized to speak on the record. Incoming Biden administration officials were warned for months that sudden moves along the border would be risky, given that Central American economic misery has deepened with the pandemic. While the CBP continues to use a Trump-era public health order known as Title 42 to rapidly return most single adult migrants back to Mexico, the Biden admin halted the practice for teens and children. Their numbers have more than tripled to roughly 500 a day. If you if you change the order from, hey, if we catch you, we'll send you back, to now it's different, to now it's, hey, if you're a teen or a child, we're not going to send you back. That creates a incentive for traffickers and cartels and other people to send kids across the border. A lot of Americans, a lot of Americans believe if you're an illegal alien, you should be sent home because it's not fair. It's not fair to all of the other millions and even billions of people around the world who would like to and are trying to come to the United States of America legally. It's not fair. It's not fair to the rest of the people in the world to give American citizenship to illegal aliens. It's just not fair to people. You're rewarding, you're rewarding illegal behavior and you're punishing people who are trying to do it right and legally and lawfully. The Biden administration continues to treat the crisis as a capacity shortage that can be managed by opening additional shelters rather than one that requires a major policy shift. See, this is Biden's never going to get it fixed. You're never going to fix the problem by just thinking, oh, we just need more shelters. We just need bigger. We just need bigger tent sites. We just need bigger holding cells, blah, blah. No. You need a major policy shift, Biden. This is terrible, dude. This is not going anywhere. This problem is not going away. This problem is just going to continue to get worse and get worse and get worse and get worse. Central, Central Americans literally see Biden as the migrant president. Joe Biden is stirring the hopes and dreams of Central Americans who want to illegally invade. It's terrible, man. These people that are coming here illegally, they don't respect america they don't give a shit about our country they don't respect our laws they don't respect our constitution if you're willing if you're willing to break our laws and cross our border illegally and jump the fence and jump the line and violate our laws to come here illegally that means you do not respect this country you do not care about our laws and you ought to be returned 
and sent back to where you can get in the back of the line and try to come here legally like the billions and billions of other people around the world that want to come to the United States of America. Right. I don't think all Democrats are dead set on actually just point blank destroying the country. I would say the socialists are, the communists are, the woke, the woke leftists are. There's a lot of Democrats and there's a lot of people that vote Democrats that are just uninformed Americans. They just don't know how evil the Democrats are. They're low information voters. They're not investigated. There's a lot of good Americans, I think, that vote Democrat because they have no idea how evil the Democrats are and how evil this leftist stuff is. They're just not that interested in politics and they haven't taken the time to research history and research law and research constitution and learn about this stuff. And that's where I think we need to make headway. I think as conservatives, as Republicans, as American patriots, as people who support the constitution, we have to get through to some of these Democrats out there who are not on board with some of this stuff. We got they've got to be educated. They've got to be informed because they don't think that they're they don't they they think that by supporting Democrats, they they think that all they're all they're doing is they're supporting people that that support America, that support the Constitution, that supports freedom and support liberty. They're obviously woefully wrong, but I mean I, I personally know I personally know American citizens who vote democrat who are good people who love america and they just they're just uninformed those are the people that need to be informed i think and we need to reach i think that's one aspect of it i think the other more important aspect of it is that people that we need to have a ground up great awakening and people need to open their eyes to the spiritual world and what's going on in terms of good and evil in this country